Advent continues, and today, on the seventh day of Advent, if that were a month, it's December 2020, year of our Lord, we look at John chapter 1, verses 6 through 8, and then jumping to, vo to voices, <laughs> jumping to verses 19 to 28 in the New Revised Standard for our devotional called Be Like John. Okay? <laughs> Hear now the word of God. Verse 6. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all, everyone, might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. This is the testimony given by John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny it, but confessed, I am not the Messiah. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. Then they said to him, Who are you? Let us have an answer for those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? John said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, Why then are you baptizing if you are neither the Messiah, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water. Among you stands one whom you do not know, the one who is coming after me. I am not w worthy to untie the thong of his sandals. This took place in Bethany, across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. Friends, this is the word of God for the people of God, and we thankfully and gladfully say thanks be to God. Well, happy Monday, dear Concafe family, and a special blessing to you, dear listener. I pray all that you need comes your way, and all that you want, well, let you talk it over with God. We continue our prayers for all who are sick with COVID-19, asking God's healing mercies come to them quickly and strongly. We also pray for other people with unique needs before them, and we pray God heal them, bring to them what they seek and need. And we know that God knows who they are. He knows you by name, and he knows you by need. And we ask that his will be done. A special prayer request for you that are listening and wasn't shared in writing for a dear reader that we have in California who suffered a fall and uh, from what I understand is uh, seriously injured and uh, I just pray for her healing and her well-being. God knows who she is and I would just ask you to pray for the Concafe reader from California. Well, reading this passage, I had to say that I'm thankful that I didn't have to hear as I was growing up, why can't you be like your big brother? I was the big brother. There's a lot expected of the firstborn, and uh, we seek to be usually the most perfect, the most obedient, the one that parents can go to whenever they need whatever it is that they need. And I guess I did all right in that. I never heard my parents tell my younger brothers to be like me. I'm laughing out loud about that. But I say that to prepare us to examine the life of the one called by God to prepare the way for Jesus. God knew John the Baptist's heart and spirit, and so he was obedient and even thankful to be the one chosen by God to announce the coming of the one that Israel had been waiting for. You see that in the response to his baptizing there at the river, these, uh, this delegation sent from the Jews uh, tells of their anxiousness in knowing, is, is this the long-awaited Messiah? Is this the one 
that we have been waiting for. Now, John knew that his 15 minutes of fame would be difficult, painful, and yes, even fatal. John, like all the prophets, preached the truth asked of him by God, even if it meant him losing his life. Yet, like so many, like Paul and countless other martyrs, he knew that other lives depended on his being faithful and our being faithful to God, and so does ours. We shine a reflective light received from God to shine on Jesus and away from us. If you're seeking the limelight, you're in the wrong business. You should be in the business of shining that light that comes from Christ Jesus. Friends, we should have humble servant hearts, knowing that all we should be doing counts to save others from eternal punishment and eternal separation from God. This indeed, friends, is a serious business in which we find ourselves as believers. Now, John, as he preached repentance, drew huge crowds. The necessary advance work was to draw people out of their sins and into the light of God's love. Think about that. John knew what he was doing. He knew that the world was dark, spiritually. He knew that the church of Judaism was dark. And so he knew that what he was doing was very important, very key to all that was next that would come from Jesus' lips. People, of course, question him. Who are you? typical question of the curious and the suspicious. Notice John's first response, I'm not the Messiah. He knew that was on their minds. He knew that's what they were suspecting. Is this the Messiah, this wild man dressed in this garb that he has eating wild honey and locusts? Is he the Messiah? And they press further. What then? Are you Elijah? Notice even those that did not believe in resurrection are asking, are you the long dead, famous, awesome, didn't die according to our scriptures prophet? We could argue if Elijah would indeed be resurrected since he was taken to heaven in a chariot of fire, but we'll leave that for another time. John is asked if he's another prophet. John replied again, no. The Jews persisted. Who are you? John turns to scripture and says, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord. That's his purpose. Make straight the way of the Lord. We discussed this last week. The next question, why then are you baptizing if you are not the Messiah, or Elijah, or the prophet. John replies, I baptize with water. Among you stands one whom you do not know, the one who is coming after me. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandal. And our passage ends there. Advent, dear friends, requires foundational work. This is why we celebrate the season of Advent first, to remember and and once again celebrate what we call Christmas, the birth of Jesus. But it's also preparing our hearts, minds, and spirits to what is still coming, the second appearance of Christ. And so this is very important foundational world to work. To build on Advent, we need a strong foundation of faith. That's number one. Scripture shows that John the Baptist built upon his faith as found in the scriptures of his people. All scripture pointed to the coming of he who would free Israel from true bondage, which was the bondage of sin. And John knew it was Jesus. It was Jesus who was coming to do precisely that. Another key foundation block is humility. He knew he was not the Messiah, nor could he pretend to be. He was all about Jesus, as we should be. And so he says what he can to prepare them for their encounter with him. The other key foundational block is service. John emptied himself in his work baptizing people. 
He put up with the questions, the criticisms, and the abusive nature of others, just so he could wash symbolically away the sins of those ready to be forgiven. You know the waters of the Jordan River were never clear to begin with, and if you've seen them recently, as Nellie and I did a couple of years ago, to this day the river is muddy still. One has to imagine many a sin were taken away from people and thrown to where sin goes. But symbolically, the water reflects that sin is dirty and has no room in our lives. And apart from the dirty aspect of being sin, it is also fatal. Being in a setting, and I'm speaking about myself, where many pass by and some actually sit to talk, I'm aware that some may be carrying the very virus that has killed hundreds of thousands of people in this country alone. The first thing I do after each presentation is discussion is to wash my hands. And as soon as I arrive home, I hit the shower and wash myself of that which could kill me or others. I change into clean clothes and separate my clothing from others in a garbage bag to be washed away from other clothes. John did the same. And Christ Jesus continues to work that in us. Dear one, turn over to Jesus that which can eternally kill you. Turn it over to his loving hands and you will be washed and be made new in him. Let's pray. Awesome Father, may we be willing to build upon a solid foundation of faith, humility, acceptance, and washing away of our sins. Guide us to share that message with others. In Christ Jesus we pray. Amen. Dear friend, thank you for listening in. I pray you have a great and blessed day in the Lord. Seek, seek to serve him who saves us. Receive my blessings of hope and joy. I'm Pastor Adi Valverde. May the Lord bless you and keep you.